Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the unpasteroids and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here with you again. Thanks so much for your lovely comments and messages. It's time for a good old Natter. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no. I'm here to give you a break from it all. Good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all my shows again. Yep, they're all saved for you as podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down, know everything I need you to. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. Here on Two Medicine Farm, life goes on. Yep, I've been reading up on some new science, and I think Elsie might have to go for this recently developed surgery. Yep, urgent and necessary. But it's a new technique, especially for what they call folks who are beyond help. Yep, it's uh, highly experimental too. Yep. Apparently, Twitter and Facebook have already used a similar technique on the former president. Yep, it's called silencing. Yep. And this new thing's called mouth band surgery. Yep. It's uh, used as a kind of, uh, what you say, last resort when a lap, lap band is absolutely no use whatsoever. <laughs> so the surgeons actually concentrate on the source of the problem rather than the after effects of excessive consumption. Mm. Either way, if Elsie goes in for it, it'll be very quiet round here for a while. Yep. Add to that, the food can only be taken through a specially designed straw. Yep, a kind of liquid, or should I say, liquidised diet. <laughs> Add to that, we've got a so-called guest on the farm. Hmm. It's Elsie's friend from the local nail bar. You know, see, she uh, sees her every month, and now she's just gone through an acrimonious divorce. Hmm. So Elsie offered to let her stay on the farm for a few days. Hmm. Her name beyond it and she outweighs Elsie yep she's even happy to tell me that she weighs 50 pounds more than her oh dear you poor old sofa is in for some serious punishment this week I can tell you it's a good thing it's a four-seater too beyond it was uh, born in Georgia and moved to Florida when she got married you know she's had six kids and now they're all growing up you know so she's going through this divorce well, it all happened when her husband started visiting the nail bar more often than she did, if you get my meaning. Hmm. Oh well. Anyway, she's kind of difficult to describe in truly PC terms, but me old farmhand Ding Dang reckons if she was an inch taller, she'd be round. <laughs> A sudden quote indeed, and right out of his little spot on me show too. Never mind, yonder it has already exceeded what I call a few days. You know, five so far, and that's getting close to a week. And she's settled in a bit too well for me liking. <laughs> Add to that, we've got Grandma Toshiko here still, and Nan enjoys having her around too. You know, probably more so now, considering that she's seriously outweighed by the competition. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here, the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can always find me shows again at nerdnatter.com. If you recall, after Elsie spoke to one of Ding Dang's dubious con man relatives, old Billy Ray, at her birthday bash, he managed to sell her this little thing called an Alex. Of course, the wife reckoned she'd heard it all on Amazon, but, you know, she hadn't noticed the missing letter. <laughs> she paid her money, took her chance. Yeah, all the same. 
Since getting her new gadget, the wife said to buy a book on southern pronunciation. Yeah, because Alex doesn't understand a word she's saying. Mm. To be honest, she doesn't understand its replies either. <laughs> the thing's got a sort of southern drawl and expects you to have one too. <laughs> As proof, the first of her shipments arrived this week. That's right, the one she'd ordered using her Alex. She ended up with a £50 sack of grits, <laughs> 10 gallons of motor oil, a 14-ounce cartridge of grease, a case of Gorilla Glue, two fishing rods, and two dozen cans of baked beans. <laughs> These were supposed to be the ingredients for one of her recipes. Yeah, I don't know what... <laughs> usually gruesome enough, but this lot seems even bad by Elsie's corrupted cooking standards. <laughs> if you remember... The Alex arrived with these uh, shock alarm bracelets so it doesn't have true wireless capabilities. <laughs> Elsie's decided to con Nan into wearing one, but she quietly put the thing around Elsie's rat dog's neck instead. Yep. Every time she wants the lights on her off or the AC reset, the dog whimpers, poor thing, yeah, oh dear. Elsie's still complaining about the thing not working properly. In fact, you know, she's had to get up and do most things herself all week. <laughs> Unfortunately, the customer service number is still rerouted from Louisiana to a call centre in Mozambique. Yup. <laughs> and Elsie couldn't even find that on a map, let alone speak the lingo. <laughs> this is Ned Nutter here with the Ned Nutter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednutter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Old Nan and our surprise visitor to Shiko Suzuki, my brother Nelson's wife, Heiner's now 102-year-old grandmother, a great drinking, knitting and gambling companion for the old hag Nan. Yep, I don't think she plans moving back to California any time soon. Mm. In fact, her and old Nan are planning a few days at Nan's favourite casino. <laughs> so when the old birds aren't doing their 15 minutes of daily exercise, yep, that's playing darts, yep, they're sitting opposite each other, pretty much devoted to sharpening up their card-sharp tactics. I can see the casino losing out badly to the old card-sharp sisters, can't you? <laughs> Whilst on the subject of old Nan, I wanted to mention that despite her trouble in getting around fast these days, oh dear, she wanted to give Grandma Toshiko a little local cultural experience. Yeah, well, I'm glad she thinks it's cultural. So old Nan convinced me to drive them both to the local Walmart. <laughs> I reluctantly agreed and they got together with a mat cart each, you know, hell on wheels in the aisles of the store. Really, it was like having a couple of out-of-control five-year-olds here. Well, you've heard of the age of ignorance, haven't you? Well, it's just ages and ignorance. Any excuse to reverse over someone's toe, load with another cart, or crash into carefully arranged displays. It's like old dears on bumper cars, you know, without having to get close to any amusement place. They wouldn't give up on having accidents, or eventually even trying to derail each other until the low battery alarms came on. Mm. Of course, after taking the old birds to the store, Elsie and her new companion beyond it had their own plans. Yeah, they expected me to take them the following day. 
So I loaded them up on my truck bed. You know, Ding Dang was off work, so my campers, Quinton and Quaglet, helped with the ramps and winching gear. Yep, not real struggling, I can tell you. you know, even with the three of us pushing, shoving and winching. Yeah. I had to take my campers along too, in front of my truck, to help at the other end. You see these uh, mark carts are really having a tough week. <laughs> what were the old birds beating them up first and then Elsie and beyond it overloading them, flattening the tyres and the rest. <laughs> this is Ned Nutter here with the Ned Nutter radio show. When I'm not here you can find new me shows at nednutter.com. As you recall, me fireman Ding Dang finally got married last week to Darlene Freebird Smith. Now Darlene Freebird Dang. The <laughs> barn looked like a can recycling plant after his party goers went home. Yep. I got used to Ding Dang's empties strewn around the farm ditches, but this was something else, you know. Anyway, he's taking a few days off for a honeymoon or so, he says. <laughs> In other words, him and the new wife will be in bed watching their big screen TV for a whole week here, yep. living off pizza deliveries and sharing that bed with Bud, yep, Ding Dang's best friend, yep, probably about six cases of him minimum. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, we've still got me fireman's quote of the week here, so here's Ding Dang's southern quote. This time around, it's she's stuck up higher than a light pole, oh dear. This, according to him, relates directly to young Alice, who Ding Dang thinks is a snob. Well, why? Because she doesn't wave to him every time she drives past. <laughs> That's right, she's got more important things to do. Yep, if Ding Dang spent less time stopping and waving at every single vehicle that passed the farm, he might get his work done in half the time. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. Find all my shows again at nednutter.com, where they're all stored for your podcasts. So if you want repeats or can handle listening to my voice all over again, stop by and say hi. As you'll probably recall, Quinton, me camper tenant and writer, stopped painting nudes and started writing poetry. Well, he's finally returned to oil on canvas this week. Yep, Strawberries and his partner Quagulate seem to have given him some inspiration. They're quite peaceful this week too, working together on the strawberry plantation without ding-dang causing drama with the cabbages. <laughs> Moving on from artists and poets to rappers. Yep, we're very cultural here on the Ned Nat Show, aren't we? <laughs> I got another surprise visit from Cardamom P. You know, me restaurant, convenience store owner and rapper neighbour. His real name is Pashana Kondapinde. Well, this week he stopped by to record some violence for his latest rap. <laughs> what do you mean, violence, Pashana? He reckons he wants to capture old Nan and Grandma Chico attacking Elsie again. <laughs> his new rap is called Old Lives Matter. Yeah, see, last week he watched Toshiko use Elsie as an accidental dartboard. But this time, they've been playing games with a katana. Mm. Well, it was Toshiko's cultural contribution this time around. She packs a katana wherever she goes. Apparently, a samurai sword is not only too heavy for her now, but highly conspicuous. <laughs> Toshiko still keeps a handy katana up her sleeve, ready for action. Mm. Old Nan thinks it's a great weapon, and Elsie's given the pair of them a wide berth. <laughs> 
And believe me, that's not easy for her in a narrow house. <laughs> well, next up, I'm returning to the wife's favourite subject, of course, yep, food. Mm. Yep, Elsie's private recipes and ideas for cooking, those revolting offerings from the swamp. Oh dear, I cook my own food and leave it to that cosy relationship with the microwave. <laughs> Now, since last week, Elsie's teaming up with old Lonnie again. Yeah. They have something in common. They love to eat. Well, Lonnie's already convinced the wife that she's missing out on a few local delicacies, and he's always got an endless supply of raw material, hasn't he? So this time around, with the help of Roadkill Recipes Cookbook, that's what the one we reviewed on my show, they're cooperating again. Oh dear. Here's the next of her so-called recipes, yep. Elsie's cooking cock-ups. So, warm up your microwave and stand well clear in the cooking process, yep. Usually I stay in the barn behind a concrete wall. The recommended distance is at least 50 feet away. Further the better. This time, it's called Elsie's Stray Python Surprise. Oh, it's got to be in line with last week's horror as one of the worst to date, I think. Yeah, oh dear. With Lonnie supplying the main ingredients, look out. So let's see. Elsie hasn't written it down. Just bookmark the page and handwritten a list of additions in pencil again. Mm, so here goes. I suggest you hold your dinner, hold your nose, and hold your breath for this one. <laughs> So, take one oversized stray Florida invasive python. Yep. <laughs> you can get a license to kill these monsters in Florida, you know. Yep. Kill everything there, they do. Anyway, prepare it for the microwave. Elsie started out with a big plastic dog bowl with a python. And then, although the recipe suggests coating it with oyster sauce, Elsie talked Lonnie out of that one and suggested tipping four cans of chunky chili soup over it instead. And of course, the usual array of ugly looking condiments. Yep, ketchup, mustard, malt vinegar, salt, pepper, barbecue sauce, steak sauce, one bottle of Coke, and a bottle of hickory smoke flavoring. Mm. Fortunately for the snake, it was already dead. Yep, after getting chopped and flattened by an ATV. Oh dear. Anyway, well, <laughs> Where'd you go from there? You cook it, yeah. Or should I say they cooked it for 40 minutes in the microwave and shoveled it out steaming. Mm. After a few minutes, it was ready to eat. And that's the only time you don't hear a word from old Lonnie or the wife. <laughs> By the way, as I've mentioned before, the Ned Nat show will not be held responsible for the results. No Elsie's cooking is undertaken at your own risk. Not only needs a strong stomach, it needs an even stronger oven. And if possible, you know, a standalone concrete bomb-proof building. <laughs> However, on a side note, Lonnie loves to do the lotto. Mm. This week, he came up with a winner. Yeah, he always buys his ticket at the same store, Leroy's Smoke Shop. Yeah, see old Fred goes there every week with him for it to get his cigarettes. Yep. Word soon got out of Lonnie's win and overnight he had 30 relatives show up. Yeah, nieces, nephews, unclaimed kids, common wives, even a few of his former neighbours had a relationship with the poor old mucker. Yeah, of course, they were all thinking, weren't they, mega millions or parable? Yeah, what's worse? 
is we've never seen one of them before. Old Lonnie's left abandoned by his folks and to his own devices, and nobody from his family ever shows. Hmm. Either way, the store owner had tipped one of them off, and in no time, the great Brian was alive with good news. Well, can you imagine that, dividing 500 bucks between 30 people? <laughs> yeah, 500 bucks, hardly worth the gas money, less than 17 bucks each. Either way, Lonnie ended up sharing his winnings with old Fred instead. Yeah, a much more reliable person. And they decided to head off for the weekend and spend the day at a nudist resort near Tampa. Well, at least there's something to say for that experience. Yep, no chance of anyone picking your pockets, is there? <laughs> That's right, what pockets? <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can just find the shows again nednat.com. They're all stored for you there as podcasts. So if you want me repeats and like to listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. After mentioning old Lonnie, I should mention some drama with his housemate and nudist old Fred this week. Yeah, he told me he needed help to rewrite his new swinger profile on a hookup website. <laughs> and ask me again, you know, I'm still the worst and possibly most sarcastic person to help him, but oh dear, we'd already put a line in there about height, weight proportionate, and Fred did finally get one reply. And the person said they are height, weight proportionate. Well, at least this time the sex was right. It was a woman, yep. But the interpretation of the old height, weight proportionate statement, HWP for short, is a little off, I think, you know. She's four feet ten and three hundred pounds. Mm. <laughs> she looks a bit like, um, what would I say, uh, a boulder in a bikini, to be honest. <laughs> Fred's profile header needs editing too. Yeah, that's the only bit he wrote. And it's simple. It says, I live life in the nude. It's not the size. It's what you do with it. <laughs> well, how am I supposed to edit that one? <laughs> On the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Your 95 year old mother, old Nan. Yep, the miserable old crow herself. It's got a little feature on my show. Old Nan remembers. Oh dear, this time her memory's about when she could still finish crossword puzzles. Yep, old Nan was quite the expert when it came to crosswords at one time, yep. There's a lot of useless information under that wrinkly old skull cup of hers, you'd be surprised. <laughs> but not anymore. It's got nothing to do with her age either. Oh no, it's just about time with her. You know, she reckons if she applies the same amount of brain power to poker, she wins money. With a crossword, it's about wasting time and self-satisfaction. You know, the old pat yourself on the back deal. Oh dear. <laughs> All Nan wants now is cold, hard cash. Yep. On the other hand, I suspect she misses cutting the crossword out of her puzzle book like she used to and handing it upside down to Elsie and then telling her how slow she is finding the answers. <laughs> this is Ned Nutt here, the Ned Nutt Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and those shows at nednutt.com. Well then, that lovely twangy old music means it's time once again for my book reviews. Yep, I've got my hands on a few. I'm featuring them right here. Just remember, I've got a great system. A book shite goes on the compost heap. 
Sometimes it's really bad. I have to burn it. The middle of the road ones, you know, they go on me giveaway charity box, and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. Okay, well, because me farm track is too muddy after all this rain for the mail van, I've only ended up with one book this time. Yeah, and it's called Political Correctness for Beginners by I Woke Washington Jr. <laughs> oh, that's a mouthful, isn't it? Well, I thought it was topical and all you hear about is political correctness right now. Woke washing, greenwashing. Bored with it all, aren't you? Yeah, they're all Greek to me until I looked them up. <laughs> in fact, round here in Florida, I'd like to see a lot more washing going on. Yeah, the soap and water kind, that is. <laughs> anyway, I digress as usual, don't I? Well, from the book, that is. So, I had a flick through, and let me be brutally honest with you, my lovely listeners. By chapter two, I was doubting things. Halfway through, I drew one simple conclusion. Yeah. If you take this book's ridiculous advice, you can't speak to anyone about anything anymore. Yeah. There's more chance of offending someone by asking them the time than smacking them right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so my advice, it's best to put a cork in it, yep, your mouth, and never say a bleeding word again. Mm. You know, I mostly talk to me dog Clay now, me cat young Charles, you know, yeah. They know exactly what they are, have no inhibitions, racial or gender issues. So as far as the book's concerned, I've never had more of an urge to burn anything like this before in me life. <laughs> I mean, the book's moved me from doubtful to sceptic and on to pyromaniac in only a hundred pages. <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all on my book review feature this time. This is Ned Nutter here with the Ned Nutter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednutter.com. They're all stored for you there as podcasts, so if you want repeats, want to listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, I'm not dodging me regular features this time, and that's because one of me listeners, Pinky in Paraguay, asked me her favourite... Anomalies from around the world feature and asked me to bring it back. Well, I'm still avoiding disgusting food for a few weeks. You know, we've had enough of that with uh, Elsie and old Lonnie around, haven't we? So we're uh, heading to Russia this time for this week's anomaly. Yep, it's called the Day of Conception. Yep, yep, you heard me right. Because Russia's got declining birth rates and more women than men in the population, the government created this special day off. Well, at least where you stay at home and have it off. <laughs> uh, in another way, let's just say have sex. Yeah. Anyway, added to that, if a baby's born exactly nine months later, you could even win a prize. Yeah, that's in addition to the baby, of course. This is Ned Nutter here with the Ned Nutter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can always find all my shows again at nednutter.com. I got a call from old Nigel Ponce. If you recall, I refused to work for the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. <laughs> but as you know, me brother Young Bucks, get Pennsylvania in hurry. Yep, then he headed on to England to manage the arrogant Ponce's estate. Well, 
You know, only old Nigel, seriously un- underestimated young buck, and made the mistake of letting him have access to the foreign bank account. Since then, Pont's been calling me to complain. I never gave Buck a reference in the first place, but, you know, nobody would. But Ponce, there's nobody else to talk to, I suppose. Anyway, his call was followed up again by this week by another one, someone who uh, well, likes to remain anonymous on my show. You know, he, he used the expression, forget about it a lot, and calls from Philly. Yeah, I did give him Ponce's phone number, but he reckons Ponce can't understand a word he's saying. So, either way... They're already on Buck's impending insurance settlement. You see, the attorney, whose slogan made me laugh, one call gets small. (laughs) Didn't sound too bright, but uh, it turns out that his name is Sam Small, and he doesn't just refer to the payout potential. I looked him up, and he only does accident work, slips and falls, car wrecks, that kind of thing. Buck had slipped on the floor of a bar, yeah, <laughs> wouldn't be the first time I can tell you, but Small, the attorney, was drinking at the bar too and immediately offered Buck his services. Yep, yeah, how convenient is that? He probably even greased the floor. <laughs> but, you know, how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning a new feature on my show? I'm calling it American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular American phrases and sayings foreign yeah oh dear well here goes american foreigners with me arrogant british farmer contributor yep nigel ponce first up is his voicemail message you have messages well hello this is nigel ponce calling you from england i'm having a little bit of problem with buck again he's told me something and i don't understand a word he's First up, he tells me he suffered a home invasion. Yes, and then after that, the rest of his stuff went to a thrift store. Mm. Maybe you give me a call, old chap, and tell me what on earth he's talking about. Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs> well, that's easy. Let me translate it and quickly summarise it up for you. This time, Buck has told Ponce that the reason he only arrived in the clothes he stood up in was because he suffered two devastating events. The first, a home invasion, and after that, he gave the rest of the stuff to a thrift store. Ponce, of course, has never heard of either. Yeah, well, old Nigel, you know, I'll help you out with that one right now. So, let me explain. The first, a home invasion, is better known as a landlord's inspection. <laughs> yeah, in, in this case, the landlord went and helped herself. Yeah, well, Buck had dodged the rent for over four months. Then, let's move to the next one, the thrift store. Yeah, well, that's a place where they sell things the garbage truck did not collect last Wednesday. <laughs> And to be honest, the possessions Buck owned after hawking nearly everything else to gamble away weren't much better than trash anyway. <laughs> this is Ned Nutt here with the Ned Nutt Radio Show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednutt.com. I headed over to me incontinent political commentating neighbour Old Russia's Stonewall Jackson Farm yep, to listen to the latest Farfetch second-hand news from the right centre. And then, getting it all instalments, yeah, he's always rushing off at a moment's notice. With a weak bladder, Rush is always on the go. 
Anyway, the poor old mucker's still paying attention to those obsessive political agendas his folks have been working on getting in every possible vote for their GOP buddies. But now me neighbour old Brush and his new neighbour, Jeremy Sprung, are head-to-head in competition for new votes. Yeah, Rush returned from Tennessee, all fired up to get back on track with sending his GOP buddies back to office. Yeah, see, Rush hates spending time with the wife anyway. But Rush wasn't ready for me plans either. No, I, I told him straight now about on the next show, I'm going to feature a few words from the Democratic camp across the road too. Yep. Jeremy Sprung, our new polyamorous political commentating Democratic ex-TV host. Oh, that's a mouthful, isn't it? As Rush likes to say, only a Democrat could be polyamorous. But, you know, I I think Rush just can't understand how Sprung manages to hold down, or is it keep up with, three women at a time. I just told him it's easy. You know, there's 24 hours in a day, Rush, so if Sprung gives them eight hours each... Should work out quite well, you know, like having three standard day jobs, really, you know. <laughs> Still, old Rush just frowned and went on to moan about his trip to Tennessee and how his wife doesn't understand him. Oh, that's a new one. Or the need for a political president as well, you know. To, to be honest, I just think that after 40 years of Rush's continual rhetoric, she's happy they now live nearly 600 miles apart. <laughs> yep. It's hardly what you call slipper distance, is it? In any case, the only person has to listen to him constantly going on and on is his three-legged cat. And we all know Rush has already talked one of them legs off. <laughs> a couple of years, poor old Tom will only be able to drag its rear end around. <laughs> Despite his miserable few days away, he still went on to his latest Tennessee teaser. That's his own homegrown style of humour. You know, he reckons his GOP favourites need more money to get elected. That's a new one, isn't it? Politicians need money. Anyway, <laughs> only the local folks he's asked to use his words are so poor they can't even afford to pay attention. <laughs> this is Ned Nat here with the Ned Nat Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday. You can find all my shows again at nednat.com. They're all stored for you there as podcasts. So if you want me repeats, can and listen to me voice all over again. Stop by and say hi. Me lovely vegan neighbour young Alice Jones invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and coffee sit down. This time she told me the tar- my tarot reading was overdue, you know, and that cards are telling her it's important to check in. So there's been a lot of change around here and I could be affected by them. So she drew up the cards and the first ones that come out, you know, the fool, the hanged man and judgment. <laughs> oh dear. She says it could be to do with the fact that old Nan and Elsie are filling me farmhouse up with women and I'm tolerating it. Well, she could be right. The place is beginning to look like a woman's shelter. And then there's the opposite teams of Nan and Chico against Elsie and beyond it. I think uh, I might just move out for a quiet life. <laughs> or maybe just buy a fighting cage and sit on the outside taking bets. <laughs> on the other hand, although Elsie and beyond it seriously outweigh the competition, there's no match to the conniving and conjuring hags 
Yeah, they're ready with their poker face approach to everything they touch. <laughs> this is Ned Nutt here with a Ned Nutt radio show. When I'm not here, you can find me and my shows at nednutt.com. Well, my lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, my listeners. Yeah, I got it all here on the Ned Nutt show. Right there, my first item comes from Leonard in London, and he called me about this news of how the UK has this nasty little habit of conveniently exporting over half a million tonnes of their plastic trash to third world countries. You know, where it just gets burnt up in landfills, not recycled. Oh dear. We usually call that passing the buck. (laughs) So, they don't only export their trash, they export the pollution too. So as an old protest, the Greenpeace people, you know, they dumped half a tonne of plastic trash on the British Prime Minister's doorstep. Give me a little message there. Yeah. They might be making a point, but uh, I'd say there's a serious breach of security if a truck can pull up and drop that amount of trash one morning and nobody comes out to stop them or say a thing. <laughs> you tried that outside the White House, you'd be the shot dead, tasered first, handcuffed, tasered again and then given a life sentence for terrorist offences. <laughs> Mind you, one of me Greenpeace folks did wear a costume headpiece that made him look like a caricature of the Prime Minister. <laughs> so maybe that's why they ignored him, you know, the old process. After all, surely no one else on Earth could look quite as scruffy as he does. My second item comes from Sheila in Southampton and she's concerned about stupidity. <laughs> well, I have to say, aren't we all, Sheila? But, you know, <laughs> but after hearing about the trash dumping, I had to laugh. <laughs> about another amusing call, also coming all the way from England. Yeah. It's about this guy who decided to make a quick profit out of selling T-shirts printed with the words Free Britney. Hmm. Yeah, a current internet and social media bandwagon, I might add. But, unfortunately, he ended up not passing his basic English at school, did he? And put Free Brittany. Yep, spelt just like the northern, you know, French region instead, you know. (laughs) (laughs) He's now got 10,000 t-shirts and can't travel to France ever again. (laughs) Yep, they think he's trying to start a one-man insurgency. (laughs) Maybe I should do a new feature on my show and call it Dick of the Week. This time for a change, I'm featuring a third caller, and it's from Victoria in Valletta. Yeah. She's let me know about this Maltese swimmer who's done an incredible 50-hour-long distance swim through the Mediterranean. You know, 125 kilometres, or that's about what, 78 miles. Wow. wow. To draw attention to trash in the seas and oceans. Mm. He decides to do it after a personal near-death experience. Where he said where he said he was attacked by a plastic shopping bag. Mm. Yep, he could fight his way out of a paper one, but not the plastic kind. <laughs> Obviously, they're better made than the ones I get at the local store. <laughs> Unless, of course, he considered himself such a great swimmer, he could compete with a fish. Yep, a goldfish, you know, you know the fairground kind that you get as a prize. Yep, they come in plastic bags too. Right? <laughs> this is Ned Nutter here with the Ned Nutter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for your podcasts. So if you want repeats, or want to listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi.
Meet dubious Conman agent 50% is lining up with a new ad this week and we've got something quite different this time, so here goes. Have you ever wanted your own business but were afraid of the risks? Well, now you can build a guaranteed income with our super mower spreader. Yep, start your own lawn service overnight and get repeat customers in days. Sure, our zero-turn mower is like no other in the business. The super mower spreader is different because as you mow that lawn, it secretly spreads our patented super mower grower fertilizer. Yep, which guarantees that grass you just cut will be back and taller than ever in just seven days. Yep, <laughs> it's our seven-day wonder guarantee. So contact us today and get mowing. Yep. We've got easy finance too, zero turn at 0% for the first three months. Mm. Repeat business is guaranteed with our proven system. So what are you waiting for? Reach out to us today at overnightgrass.org. <laughs> you know, that sounds just like the grass here on my farm. Yep, Florida grass is back again in seven days without the trickery of 50% client. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show and whichever way you dice it, this show is unpasteurized and unfiltered. But that's all me lovelies and on that note I better go. So until next time, remember farmers are getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us a Shite matters, without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays won't be so much fun today. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me me radio shows nednatter.com yep they're all safe here's podcast too added to that there's me social media links yep come by and say hi it'd be great to hear from you thanks so much for listening it's been a pleasure chatting with you again and i hope you'll join me on the Ned Natter show soon so until then keep a smile on your face think positive and don't sweat the small stuff the grass is not always greener on the other side it might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs>